Hi everybody, Steve Holliday here and welcome back to my podcast, Our Leadership Voices Uncut. As a reminder, as you know, this podcast is set out to reveal and explore the ordinary, everyday leadership voices um, of some people I've had the privilege to meet and, and be with in my life. And also, secondly, it's a, a mission for me to explore uh, my own voice and my own presence and impact too. You find me, uh, I, I'm alone uh, for this session, you find me um, in my car. Um, um, I'm outside the vaccine centre um, in my hometown of Rugby while my wife Tanya goes for her second vaccination. And I thought that might be quite an interesting experiment just to let my voice sit at ease here and not be rushed and um, while I wait for her to come back and just do some reflections of my own. The shape of this is um, uh, is, is the way it will follow all uh, my podcasts is I will have one week, uh, one time where I am with somebody co-hosting and then the, then the next session will be me on my own reflecting and I thought... What might be really uh, good to do is firstly to reflect on my time with the person I've been with. So this time it was my first ever pad- podcast host, my lifelong friend Neville, Neville Duncan. Nev, and um, so I'll reflect a bit on my time with him. Then secondly to reflect on what's been coming up for me in the experiment. So reflecting on my voice, questions it raises, my impact, what I've noticed in the, my, my time in my work, in my family life, having done that podcast. And then lastly, just to um, reflect on um, who's coming next, which uh, my next podcast will actually be with with my wife, Tanya. So um, here I am in the car. You might hear a train passing every now and then, and you might hear a car passing. I may even wind the window down because it's uh, getting quite warm in here, actually. It's been quite a nice day today. In fact, after some unsettled weather here in the UK, there's a fast train going through the, the station. And um, maybe I might start with uh, just looking back on the, the podcast with Neville, the time we had at the live theatre in the woods at Ernie's Wood in the northeast of England, and um, me and him kicking off the first ever my first ever podcast and uh, telling stories about the forty years of knowing each other and the sort of things we've been up to together as friends and then as business colleagues and. Um, and then talking more specifically about the resilience uh, that it's needed, mental resilience mindset that it's needed um, for both of us running, um, never running his business in Challenge Northumberland and me partnering with my business partners, Karen and Bruno in Lacerta during a global pandemic. And I'm just practicing also with that silence and that resting of my voice, even as I do this, because that's a topic I want to talk about later. But I think if I if I um, reflect on my time with Neville, um, with Nev on the podcast, and um, particularly what I noticed the most is the, the 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 ease of the rhythm between us, the fact that we were outdoors and together, and um, I didn't need to overstrain my voice. Um, I could uh, join his voice and he could join mine. And um, it was interesting him saying he could feel the, the sense of being guided um, and being held a little bit, which uh, I enjoy. And I think is, is, is my job, is a good thing to do. 
but also he was doing that too. Um, I also want to, I think, honour the um, emotion that he brought to our conversation. He was um, really in touch with uh, not only what's happened in the last 18 months, but when previous big sports events have had to be cancelled because of snow. It's, it became really clear to me, I think I knew it already, but it became clear to me that he is deeply passionate about his work and his craft of inspiring people to get active um, and to challenge themselves outdoors. And um, his emotion was powerful, it was vulnerable. He was a leader in that moment and um, he joked about it, but I think he also did say that he's not ashamed of it. It's um, to reprocess really it and be in touch with it more was um, just brilliant. And um, I was really quite proud of him um, for, for showing that fuller side of himself um, as a leader and as a human being. And as he said, there's probably a lot of people got similar stories and experiences to tell over the last 18 months. I think the other um, the other thing that I'm, I was really um, kind of taken by was the um, exploration of our, our voices. So um, me joking about, you know, Steve, when you want to ask a question, just ask it. I think that's a good little practice for myself. Sometimes I do that well, sometimes I don't. Um, I've been wondering about why that is. Maybe it's when I sense somebody's a bit nervous, I um, fill in the gaps a little bit more to give them more time. And um, also, I think practically working internationally a lot, people not speaking English is their first language. Sometimes you do have to repeat instructions just to check that they're clear. So maybe I've developed that habit a little bit as well. Um, but I'll, I'll sit on that and, and practice that. But um, yeah, the rhythm between our voices and the the sense that sometimes my pop voice was quite powerful um, and sometimes it was uh, much softer and uh, much more gentle and even then those silences. Um, even the fact that we, him and I could actually have a conversation about our voices and about what we learn about it. I mean, that's new for us as in a 40-year relationship, so I thought that was pretty awesome. Um, yeah, I really did think that was pretty cool. Um, so I think all in all, um, uh, what a fantastic way to kick off my podcast and um, a great first co-host to have some already some of the kind of feedback we've had about the impact of Neville's energy and his passion and uh, that just made him more emotional, I think, rather than less um, very proud and um, being himself and uh, doing that with me and... Um, that can't be anything other than um, um, brilliant, you know, as an out, a set of outcomes. Um, I guess if I um, if I move on and think about my own vet presence and my own impact this last uh, couple of weeks, and um, and particularly my voice, I am um, continuing to pay attention to trying to pay attention to the, the good moments, to really watch for those moments where people give me feedback and um, and really say something that says, Steve, you're, you're having real impact. And um, even just last week, I had a, a number of incidents, a number of experiences rather of um, 
a colleague and a certain client um, sharing in a group session that they um, were going through a difficult medical challenge and that it might significantly change their lives and yet they felt safe enough with me and their colleagues to actually talk about it um, and to get that feedback that they felt safe enough was um, was pretty brilliant really. Um, and then having a, um, a leader in another client tell me that after 28 years in that organisation, um, they had in the last year with me um, developed a level of empathy that they'd never possessed before in their lives. And that not only was helping them in their work and their leadership, but it was also helping them with their family as they raised teenage kids. Um, and even the family had noticed it. So... Um, that came as a complete surprise because I think I only asked a question, um, how have you grown in the last year working with me and working with us? And um, out came this um, pretty awesome piece of personal feedback that normally I would deflect or politely say thank you and then much more focus on them than me. Um, whereas my mission is to completely and fully accept what people offer me. So that was extraordinary. Here's somebody saying 28 years on, um, somebody in their late 40s um, saying, I've developed a level of empathy that I've never had before and I want to thank you for that. Um, that's just, um, you know, pretty extraordinary really um, and, and very kind um, to say. Um, and then getting uh, a piece of feedback from um, somebody who will feature in a later podcast who's been a pretty important person in my life um, the last sort of 10, 12 years I mean, and was pretty important in um, my early development uh, in doing this work, this type of coaching and um, organisational change and um, teamwork, um, saying to me that, um, reminding me that um, the piece of work they were involved in some years ago remains the most transformative moment of uh, working lives and that it actually we I helped them to change history uh, and when somebody says Steve you helped us to change history and you need to know that not only is that a very generous thing to say but it's um it's pretty amazing I mean I, you know I don't get up every day thinking I'm changing history right you just you get up and try and be your best be yourself and um and even now, as I say that, I think I'm deflecting a little bit the feedback <laughs> instead of saying, um, you did do that. Listen to what he said. Um, that's the impact you had and you can have uh, when you're at your best with others. Um, and, then I, and then I guess a couple of things to finish off. Um, uh, an ex-colleague and client uh, connects with me um, about a charity they're working with um, in another part of the world and um, uh, reaches out, asks for some advice. That turns into me saying I'd be willing to help um, on a pro bono um, basis, largely because the person who asked me was very loyal to me uh, four or five years ago when I first stepped out into self-employment. And um, I end up talking to these four, um, this awesome uh, guy, one of four, family, childhood friends who are um, running a charity and um, wanting to work on their their relationship and need a bit of help and um, um, just meeting this uh, this guy on, on a virtual call. Uh, he was incredibly passionate and um, we had a great call 
um, me and him and the person who asked me to help. And um, he told this awesome backstory of um, how they come together and um, and how they wanted to really do the work now to help take the charity forward. And he was so emotional and attached and committed and but also insightful and full of energy. And um, that in itself was a great moment. But when we came off the call, I got a follow-up note from the um, the person who asked for my help initially. And um, she'd said in her reply to me, um, I just want to thank you for being so you and for being who you are and for helping in the way that you wanted to. So um, it's the very language I use with everybody else I work with. So um, to have her say it to me, to acknowledge my presence and my impact um, so boldly, um, I wanted to acknowledge it and fully accept it. Whereas maybe a year ago, I would have said thank you and then moved on quickly. I think it's, um, if I'm asking everybody else to fully accept their presence, both when they're at their best and when they're not, then it's absolutely important that I too do the same. Um, and all of, the, all of these stories are happening in the space of three or four days. So it's, what's, what's interesting for me is I think the message is that if you look with enough attention, you will find the feedback, you will find the things that people appreciate about you, the impact that you can have at your best by being your ordinary self, best self, with your own body and breath and voice. And um, my week was finished with, a, with um, a couple of hours with my son. We drove down to um, uh, an archery range. He's got into archery and wanted to do a bit more, so um, he's 24. It was his birthday, actually, the day before, so... We went and had a bit of time together and played some archery, um, which was great fun. Um, but the most important thing was his him thanking me for creating the space in my, my busy client diary to uh, during the week to um, create some time for him and to help him think through some of his mental and mental challenges and um, some of his life challenges. So getting some direct feedback as a father was also... Um, yeah, pretty awesome, and um, we're going to do that more for sure. Um, so I think, um, I guess my summary of that is um, there's been some real moments. If you watch enough, you will find them. I think you, um, I can notice even sharing them with you, I feel a sense of uh, my ego in overinflating, which is why I think initially I would ignore them pieces of feedback and not give them too much uh, light for fear of being over egotistical about them but um, so as I say even telling them to you now I'm, I'm imagining there's a few people going yes Steve you absolutely should acknowledge them and, and I'm imagining also the, the little voice in my head is also saying there'll be a few people saying who do you think you are um, telling the world um, the impact you had um, I think that's part of the problem. We need to start getting over that. And um, if people are going to, in a very healthy way, acknowledge their own, their own impact and then do it more, their own good impact and do it more than uh, appreciatively, then uh, that's our mission. We should do that. And that includes me. Um, I talked earlier about my, just to finish off this other bit of reflection, I talked about my this interest in my softer voice. And um, you would have seen even in the, two introductions to the start of this podcast um, I did a second one which was called firmer introduction and some level I think that's a 
reference to the fact that I felt my first four-minute voice on the first intro was um, somehow not not firm enough and not present enough. But what's quite interesting is since the release of the podcast, I've had a few people say that that first four minutes was quite soothing and nice to listen to and quite relaxing. So there was I thinking it wasn't firm enough and it sounded um, tentative, whereas other people have seen it land as being quite soothing and 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 um, helpful. Uh, the pace, the softness, the um, the more gentle nature of that part of my character where I'm not so extrovert and passionate and running with a faster voice. Um, so. In this next period, I'm just going to continue to invite all of my different voices, but I'm going to pay particular attention to the value of that more softer voice and um, and actually to um, appreciate it and value it more. Um, so let's see. I think that there is one other thing before I talk about um, what comes next with Tanya. There's one other thing that I think I want to put on the table Um right now which is that um you'll know i think having if you've listened to some of the early um podcasts you will know that it took me a little while to get going i've been talking about doing a podcast for over a year i was even playing with the next uh, colleague and client dale he will feature in my podcast series later but we were playing doing podcasts in a hotel in september 19 so 18 months ago so i've been talking about this a long time and then it took me a while to get going, and I think that was about fear and doubt and um, do I have enough of a voice that I would want to say some things and tell some stories, and do I dare to actually embrace my own weirdness and my own uniqueness with the people around me and um, and write and record the sort of podcast that I want to write that um, is unedited, um, that isn't as scripted, that isn't a show and, and isn't an education program like some of the brilliant podcasts are to actually do something different and do something that matters to me in the way that it matters to me and to be courageous enough to accept that even some people close to me might say it's not for them and that that's okay um, while at the same time that inner critic voice inside me saying what if they think it's shit? What if, what if actually they, you know, what if you go around saying, did you like it? And then all the answers you get is, no, I didn't. It was rubbish. And why are you bothering? And um, So I'm acknowledging that that, you know, embrace the fear and do it anyway. See the fear and do it anyway. I think I am committed to this completely at the same time as I acknowledge there's some risk and some fear in it. Um, not that that's disempowering me at all at this stage, but... Um, I've told a few people this week as I've shared it, you know, how do you feel about it? One person said, I said, well, I'm actually quite proud of it and I'm committed to it at some level in my body and in my skin. I think telling these sorts of un revealing these stories from behind the curtain, if you like, um, risks criticism, it risks some um, appreciation, it risks all sorts of things. Um, but that completely is outweighed by the risk of uh, me dying inside if I don't do this. So, um, um, you know, it matters too much to me to worry too much about that. Um, um, although I recognise that it's there. And um, 
um, a, a client, a Danish, another Danish client colleague of mine who's become um, quite some friend as well over the last couple of years, um, he will feature in a later uh, season of a podcast, but he, we were exchanging some in, some uh, messages last night um, and I said to him, yeah, I'm passionate about it, I'm really excited and, and committed to it somehow at a lot at a deep level, but I'm also noticing this fear and he said, well, Surely it's only you that decides what good work is. Um, if other people want to follow, they'll follow. If they don't, they don't. And he, he mentioned the um, the young YouTubers, the sort of the teenagers that are making uh, all sorts of videos and um, just putting them out there and seeing who. I'm saying I'm making them anyway. If you like them, great. If you don't, so what? Um, so he said, maybe you're a 49-year-old YouTuber, and that made me smile. It was very generous of him and made me smile. It answers directly um, that question about um, you know it's a, it's for me and it's about me and it's for me and the others that are with me um, and um, it makes me realize actually that even answer asking the question do you like it is an irrelevant question what I want to know is what did you hear? What do you take away? What sense do you make of the conversation? What do you relate to? Maybe what don't you relate to? What questions do you have? What's your story? This is about building and sharing. This isn't about assessment and judgment and criticism. And um, Some people, if it's not for them, they'll just decide just like, um, I don't know, you know, I had some veg for my tea tonight um, uh, with some fish, you know, a bit of broccoli and a bit of asparagus. Some people don't like broccoli, so um, if you don't like broccoli, don't eat broccoli. But um, if you enjoy broccoli, then eat some more, I guess. Um, that's quite a random um, metaphor link there to broccoli, but um, you get my point. Um, I'm, an, I'm a 49-year-old YouTuber podcasting in a way that is authentically me and them I think and um, it's an experiment and um, the fear is there the, the sense of a bit of risk is there but it's um, it's completely outweighed by the commitment to the work I'm doing and the, and the people I'm doing it with for sure um, so I'm going to sit with that a bit longer of course as time goes on we'll see where it goes um, but um, what a great start. And to finish um, this round, um, uh, my wife will be back shortly uh, from her job. And um, that's the next place to start. Um, she will be my next co-host. Um, I did ask Tanya if she wanted to be first. And she said no. <laughs> and uh, Neville was... Um, was very proud to be first in the end um but tanya will be my next podcast so you know her and i've been in each other's lives since we were teenagers and um we've been together 32 years uh, we've been married um quite some time uh 27 years this year and um uh, you will hear a bit of that story of of, of our journey so far and also Specifically, um, we're exploring something we're both passionate about in the mental health space, which is the importance of listening to each other really well. And her and I will explain that um, later. But um, imagine that. Did I ever envisage that I'd be doing a podcast with my wife? Um, how cool is that? So um, I'm going to pause there. And um, I look forward to speaking to you soon. Bye for now.